welcome back. Another episode of American Dudocracy, the duo-ocracy. Kamikaze Duane, what's up, buddy? Present. Right. Missing For, Mayor Dave, though. Yeah, uh, Dave's not here right now, man. Dave's not here. <laughs> Dave, three in a row. <laughs> yeah. M-I-A. Man. M-I Dave. Yeah, we're going to have to... Uh, he's P-O-W Dave somewhere, maybe. I don't know. I have yep. to look out, send a... Oh, Send a wellness check out for Dave. Yeah. Get an SOS out for Brother Dave. Got to hurry and find him before we default on this debt and we can't afford to go find him. Right. So, yeah. Oh, or just man. Print off more. Yeah. Print off more. Print off more. So there's a, I guess, yes, geez, jumping right into it here. Uh, the federal government under Biden runs 928. Uh, sorry. Let me count up the zeros. <laughs> Uh, billion, yeah, nine hundred and twenty-eight billion dollar deficit in seven months. Whoa, that's just just a bit shy of a trillion deficit in seven months. Deficit. So, I mean, there's some discussion going on there. I wanted to talk a little bit about. Wow, do you? They're talking about creating a trillion dollar coin. They're going to trillion dollar coin. They're going to mint a trillion dollar coin. So that way, when they print the next round of money, they have it backed by a trillion dollar <laughs> coin. I don't know how that That's works. Brilliant. How does that work? So, so uh, <laughs> I'm in my house and I, my budget is upside down and I can't afford to pay my bills. So I'm going to write myself a check out of my bank account that doesn't have money for a trillion dollars and then I'll just borrow against that check. That makes sense, right? <laughs> In Biden land, I how, guess. How does that work, man? Like, isn't that... Isn't that why we're in this inflationary state of chaos? Because we... I hear, here. I guess here's where we're at, right? We have this budget thing blowing up yet again it's another emergency it gets down to this every single time every time every single time. every time and it's it doesn't matter if one side of the turd is in charge or the other side of the turd is in charge or this side of the turd does this and this side of the turd the whole turd stinks and we get up against this emergency thing every time and then this bs is signed in the middle of the night and they pack a bunch of fluff in it bunch of pork yeah and we uh-huh. never, ever talk about cutting costs. No. Ever. And the minute you talk about cutting costs, everybody starts automatically pointing toward, oh, they're going to take away your Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. They're going to take away these things. Well, what about the other 33, 33, 31.4, 33 or th- I don't know, who knows, $33.4 trillion deficit oh, there's got to be more things than just social security and medicare in there right that we could cut well the the i just pulled up the oh, u.s geez. national debt clock here yeah. oh look at all that look at all that red there's a lot of red there is red good red is not I think, good i think red means you're at this bad Red is bad and gray. You're talking about budgets? Red is bad. Red is bad and uh-huh. gray. Yes, it is. So this says that... Okay, so it's 31.7 trillion. 
Okay, thirty-one. That, that doesn't take into account the 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 liabilities, like the all the Medicaid, Medicare. Med, I call it Medicare aid because <laughs> I can't keep it straight. <laughs> so it doesn't count in all of the Medicare aid liabilities, right? So if you were to factor in all that, you know, I heard an economist one time say this has been years ago that it would be way over a hundred trillion by the time you factor in all the liabilities, because we have to pay that. I mean, that, yeah. that's not going away. So that is a liability. We owe that money straight up. So if you factor in all that, it's it's scary. We're seriously at that verge of, can we come back from this? You know, I mean, it's, I guess if we print a trillion dollar coin, if we mint the coin, maybe that's the answer, Matt. Well, that's that's what this... Uh, <laughs> that's the government's answer. Huh? That's, that's what this article says. So the article's from Insider. Uh, it's I found it on finance.yahoo.com. It says, A $1 trillion platinum coin could save the U.S. from economic catastrophe in less than a month. It would be fast, legal, and no bigger than a regular coin. So they don't want you to think they have to print this gigantic coin like this coin could be as oh it's probably on a thumb drive yeah one, digital one trillion one yeah. trillion it's a kilobyte it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah yeah it's not even like one of the big checks you win on like the price is right or right it's just this trillion dollar thing that they yeah. make up digitally and <sighs> so let me just read a couple things that we can talk through it right the government could run out of money to pay its debts as soon as June 1, and Congress hasn't acted. Uh, weird. Uh, one That's never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens every time. Uh, one potential solution, minting a trillion-dollar platinum coin to pay off debts and avert disaster. So, the, I mean, they're already, like, teeing it up for emergency disaster. Oh, we had to. But, like, what about all the other months and days and times like this. So this is where we're at. It again, it doesn't matter if the turd's red or blue. It's, it's a turd. It's still stinky. And yeah. it's very stinky. Yeah. And it's starting to kind of fall apart. Like, have you seen one of those old turds in the sun? Like a dog turd. It like starts turning gray. Last time I looked at Congress and our government, a lot of it is turning gray. <laughs> like the majority yeah. of it. Literally and figuratively. Gray. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah not aging well uh, <laughs> yeah. you know and and it's not like wine and here we come yeah. we're like oh the turd's getting gray let's just spritz it with a little stinky water and refurbish the turd uh so yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> they're they're looking at ways so the it says right here the coin is unlikely to fly but biden aides are looking at other legal workarounds legal workarounds so I'm going to remember legal workarounds when it comes time to file my taxes. And I'm going to see how far that gets me mm -hmm. uh, all the way to jail. Yeah. Um, so the U S is hurtling towards an entirely preventable economic crisis and a trillion dollar coin could solve all of its problems. Wow. Dude. If the Biden administration decides to take it seriously. So you said it's made of platinum. Yeah, it says platinum coin. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be better if it was made of unobtainium? Yeah, yeah. Or it, something? It should just be the, the most... <laughs> right? The, the, on, the dumbest version Come of on. something. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's idiom. It, idi 
<laughs> idiotum or something. I don't know, man. Idiomite? Idi- <laughs> it's made of idiomite. <laughs> it's an idiomite digital coin. Yeah, yeah. Dipshitomite. <laughs> uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said that the government could run out of money to pay its debts, triggering a never-before-seen debt ceiling crisis. Man. Never before since the last time. Never before since December. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when and then it before happened. that, it was last June. Yeah. Yeah. And then before that, it was, yeah. you know, I, it, dude, it's a never, never every ending cycle. cycle. Yeah. Every time it's like this. Every time. So I, I wonder, am I the only one that's like, let them fault? I mean, why not? I mean, am, am I. Am I crazy for saying that? I mean, I'm sure there's a part of me that it probably is, it probably is crazy to say that, right? Because by saying that, there are probably a plethora of terrible repercussions. But at some point, just like in your household budget, at some point, like it it has to be brought back to reality. Well, there has to be change, right? I mean, we're on a path that is not obtainable. It's it's unobtainable. Unobtainable <laughs> digital coins. <laughs> uh, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> so we're literally on this path, right? We're insolvent. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what, other, what other entity around there could have this much income to debt? Your EBITDA is... Negative thirty one point seven trillion. <laughs> yeah, so even uh, is uh, one thousand. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's such a crazy thing that you can't even make it up, right? I've I've not only borrowed money against my house, I've borrowed money against everybody's house in my county. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and and, and now it's still I've run out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start borrowing money against houses in the neighboring states now to pay my mortgage. So the only solution is to borrow more money, be more creative in how we're borrowing money, how we're printing money. Yeah, that that's not it. So we need change. We need effective change. Yeah, we need so I, where a you're real going, discussion. I, I like where you're going with this as far as let it default. Let something change, right? Something catastrophic has to happen for us to get back on the path to where we can actually have a balanced budget. Because it's, it's not even in the 10-year plan, right? We're a decade away. And that's not even close. It, Can't it even keeps, have the discussion. They keep moving the mark. Yeah. yeah. Well, we might be within a balanced budget in the next decade or two, right? We're not even close to that. And it keeps getting pushed out, right? So I like that, but I don't see it changing. I don't. I mean, all that would do is cause a bunch of chaos and we'd have to spend way more money now because when you shut something off, how much effort does it take to get it going again? Yeah, right. 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 Imagine the the flywheel thing in Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, right? You got this massive flywheel example, right? And you get the thing moving. It takes a long time in the first start to get the thing going. Well, that's kind of like our government is so big now. It's just, it's spinning and it's spinning. If you shut that thing off, it will take a long time to get it up and going again. And it will cost infinitely more to do that. So I love it. I don't see it changing though. I mean, we got to get people in there that are going to change it. Like people who actually say what, you know, do what they say they, they will do, which is never going to happen because they're all politicians. <laughs> see, and Back that's, to the crazy cycle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we get playing this ping pong game yeah. of nonsense because it, 
inevitably just comes down to a crisis middle of the night signing and nothing changes. So we just up it. What business out there can you run by crisis mode only all the time and be efficient? Is there any business out there? I mean, that does, even, that runs this way. Even the ambulances have to park full of fuel. Even the emergency equipment has to be maintained. Right. So you can't even run an emergency business without planning. So I, it, dude, it's it is absolutely amazing to me. Right. That this is happening. Over. This has been happening for our entire lives. Yeah. And and that's the other part. So that, that begs the other question. So to look at this from the other side, how long have people been saying we can't continue like this and we just continue like this? So is it really yeah. budget crisis? The government's going to shut down. I think we did yeah. shut down. Yeah. Remember years ago, they, they passed an emergency three day, whatever. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Just enough to fund the, till the next, till the next meeting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but technically, the government was limp, partially shut down there for a little while. They had some bridge funding in there. but You know what's crazy, crazy about that? That's happened, I think, twice that I can remember in recent history where they did shut down. Uh, but they kept taking federal taxes. We didn't get a break in any of part, our huh? federal taxes. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, income tax was temporary back in 1913. It was introduced as a temporary measure in 1913. This is a temporary measure. A hundred and ten years ago, this was a temporary measure. A hundred and ten years ago. And here we are again. Yep. So, I, you know, I, I, I guess. Why, why, why change now? Why not? Why not just up our budget to seven hundred trillion billion quadrillion? Why not just why not do it? Why only do a trillion dollar coin if you're going to? If you're going to make up a coin, why not do like a 10 quadrillion? And then all of us could just be filthy rich. Right. <laughs> just to give more money away. Just yeah. a quadrillion coin. Right. It like, Well, we owe 32, so at least there should be a $32 trillion coin. Yeah, but we got we to gotta <laughs> right. up our game a little, just man. Do, just print two of them. If you vote me in, I will make a $700 quadrillion coin. Out of idiomite. Out of... Dumbassamite and BSMite. Yeah, yeah. And I'll uh, and I'll distribute that across to every family in America and we'll we'll all have, you know, seven hundred and eighty million dollars. we'll pay off all our debts and and you won't need to hoard toilet paper because you could just wipe your butt with money. Right. And flush it because it'll be worthless. Sounds like a plan, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where yeah. we're. I mean, that's that's <laughs> inevitably that's that's where we're just headed. Yeah. With this plan or lack of a plan, but I wonder how long it'll go. I mean, I really do because every year it just happens over and over. So again, like I don't want to sound the alarm. Like it's been happening. It's going to no, happen that, again. That's just it. I mean, look at the past, right? This is this happens every single time. So, yeah, don't expect change, but don't get freaked out by it either because no. they're not going to shut the government down. This is literally just them playing playing tough on each other and trying to get their yeah. bills passed through. And, well, I'm not going to pass it unless I get this in it. Yeah. It's just their negotiation, right? They always wait to the last minute because they have more power. Because then there is no, no room for haggling or, or then it's just, 
you get what you need. Everybody gets their piece and it goes through and. And then you get crappy bills yeah. with a bunch of pork in it. Because, with a bunch of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's intentional or well, it, the whole process is intentional. So that answers that question. Exactly. I mean, regardless of what's in the bills, it's all an intentional emergency process. You know, it's it's crazy, man. Yeah. I don't get it. And I I, I will never understand. Um, and this is why, you know, you start looking at all these crazy things that go on around the world. And, and people are super freaked out about digital currency and all this swap and all this hyperinflation discussion. Like it's all of that is in the realm of possibilities with this kind of mismanagement. You know, I watched a economics presentation here lately from a, a local professor here. He's a doctor in economics and just talking about the Fed and, you know, where we're going and all the indicators Every indicator out there, minus one, points to a recession. Yes. Every single one of them. Yeah. Right? You look at the inflation, you look at all this stuff and the costs are going up and this and that. And Okay, this goes up, this happens. This goes up, this happens. There's, it, you go back in history and just look. Yeah, when, when these... Very when clear when it's graphed out. kickers do this, this is what follows. There's always a recession that yeah. follows, always. Yeah. Now, this is... The only thing that's kind of weird about this time around is the job market. There's more people out there. Our, our unemployment rate is so low. It's weird because it's the only thing that doesn't make any sense. When you look at all those economic predictors, they're all like, oh, that's a recession. Oh, that's an indicator, 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 and, and, and. Down the list, right? But the job market, that's, I think, the only thing that's propping us up right now. Once you see that drop off, I think that the the chaos and the fear that will ensue from that, that's, that's going to be what tips it. When our, when that happens, just watch. So I, I, I found a little information on that, that might, that might unemployment stuff. Yeah. Because the unemployment numbers look like you said this way, right? Three and a half million unemployed, I think is the number. They're 3.5% unemployment, which is is really good. Right. Uh, Right. But the the way that who was it? Oh man, I'm drawing a blank. I I, I just anyway, uh, the premise of the conversation was that number is is errant because yeah, that number as people are retiring and coming out of the job market and other people have just quit looking for work. Yeah, it doesn't so count them. If exactly. they're not actively yeah. looking for work, they're not technically exactly. unemployed. Right. And that number is like in the millions, millions, uh, like handfuls of millions. Mm-hmm. So the true like unemployment number is three, two to three times greater than what the right. statistic shows because of the way they measure that stat. Yeah. So again, you know, the data is only as good as the input. Now, I don't know, man. I don't know because in the same hand, like you look at all these things and it's, I don't know how, honestly don't know how it's all still afloat. Right. And Personally. How, are, how are housing prices not balancing out? Well, there's still a a glut of housing or, or people looking to buy houses. There's more people looking to buy than there are houses. It's just you can't afford them right now because the interest rates are so high and housing in general is just so stinking high. In Western Colorado here or in Col- the whole West U.S. is like this, I think. You can't get a starter home, right? Yeah. Start, the average starter home, it's... Can you get one for under 400 anymore? Like a decent house? 
Other, than, other than like a little single studio apartment or a townhome or something? They're getting harder to find, you know, but I actually was talking about this the other day and there's a, there's a couple things to compare to. Uh, and I don't know if it makes sense, but just from my own personal perspective. So growing up, you know, as a teenager and starting work and, you know, I remember like the, you, you couldn't find an entry level job anywhere making more than minimum wage. Like you, you almost, you had to, you had to start yeah. at like minimum wage. But right now in this weird economy where, you know, if, if a person just entering into the job market, if they, if they're willing to work and put in some effort and like long hours and hard work for a handful of years, like right now, as of this day, anybody with any kind of skills or thinking skills or, you know, head on their shoulders that is willing to put in the time and effort, they get hired on as like a plumber apprentice. And within probably six months, they're making a hundred plus thousand dollars a year. So, you know, you look at these statistics and it's like, oh, the housing market is you can't find a house for 400, less than 400, like we just said. Yep. But there are all these opportunities out there for people to work mm-hmm. and make a pretty damn good yeah. amount of money. Right. You know, those didn't exist. When I first started in the oil field, um, you know, broke out in the oil field, started at Worms Corner, working floors, throwing tongs, you know, lowest man on the totem pole. And the two guys that were working floors with me were like 20 year, 20 year people. They'd been in the oil field for 20 years and they were working floors. Wow. So, so the opportunity to scale wasn't there, right? You know, the housing market was lower too, but those higher end good paying positions and those opportunities to make a hundred thousand bucks a year. They were very, very few and far between. And when when I look around, I see these job opportunities for people to make a ton of money. Yeah. They're out there. <clears throat> right. So I don't I don't know, man. It's it's a weird balance because you know, yeah, sure. You know, I bought my first house. I think the first home that I purchased was like a hundred and forty three grand. And I I don't know that you could find a camper <laughs> for that know, right? right now. You know, but but then again. You know, if I, if I wanted to, and I wanted to hire on and retrain and become an electrician or a plumber or, or one of these jobs, a mechanic even yeah. like within a year, you know, you could probably be making a hundred to $200,000 a year with on the job training to get there. Yeah. Now that means you're going to have to work. You have to work as much as it takes. Like the more you can work, the faster you gain the experience, the quicker you step into that higher ranking money scheme, but it's going to take work, right? You can't graduate into the job. You can't remotely do it. So it's not a fab job. You know, it's not a popular approach, but it's blood and sweat. You know, and people that goes against the society, the grain is man, these new just graduating high school or college, whatever, they want to step into something like that. They want, they don't want to run the tong, run the tongs. They want to step they into the CEO off. job. Yeah. yeah. They want to start there because they, they deserve it, Matt. Well, it's, they deserve it. Society owes them that. The, I don't know why yet, but it's a weird dynamic. There's, you should want to aspire 
to do better, but there's a lack of planning to get there. It's just like you said, it's not worth me getting off my ass to go work that apprentice job for six months. Why not just hire me at hundred grand a year? Right. Well, you got to know something. You got to be valuable. You have to bring value. You have to make the company money and you can't do that until you can go out and make the money. Mm-hmm. So it's this weird gap. You know, everybody wants to hire on as a tech dude making 10 million. Cause I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. But they don't want exactly. to put in, you know, 100, 120 hours a week. That's the part that they don't see. They don't see the hard work that that dude on Instagram or whoever, they didn't see the the hours and years and the diligence that he actually put into it. The multiple failed ventures that till he right. you know, kept going and trying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And oh, that, rental real estate. You can make a ton of money. Just go buy a rental property. Go yeah. in a bunch of debt for it. You make a thousand bucks a month doing that. Yeah, until your water heater goes out. Yeah. Dude. My daughter's water heater just went out. Had to replace it this weekend to help her out. Dude, them things are... It was like 800 bucks just for the water heater. Just to buy it. I was yeah. like, holy crap. They quoted her $2,500 for a water heater. <laughs> right? To put it in? Yeah, you need a like a permit. Yeah. They had to pull a permit. If you do it yourself as a homeowner, I don't think you need to, but that's insane. Right? Yeah. Like, what the heck? And then your AC, if that goes out, you know, whatever. So all of a sudden, that thousand bucks a month that you think you're making, you got to pay the bills. Yeah, you got to replace stuff. You got to put money aside. It it doesn't always look that way, right? Well, oh, I, and then you have tenant. And I had a yeah. couple rental houses. Man, I had a tenant up and walk out. He was three months behind. Yeah, and dude walked out. Yeah, and remember all those uh, COVID rules where you couldn't evict people and you just had to eat it. Oh, sorry, it's a hardship. But but that's where the people that are aspiring to do those things, they miss those details. Like, because they're not in the Instagram. That stuff yeah. doesn't get posted. That doesn't get thumbs up when yeah, people hey, say, hey man, two in the I morning just... and I'm still out here trying to plumb this freaking heater in right. to save myself two grand. Right. Dude just left and he left yeah. all this crap in there. Yeah. Which happened to me. Yeah. Here's my success story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he was, uh, I was having him do some, some work around the house just to pay off some of the money and he didn't do it. I had to go finish the roof myself and yeah, click, clear out all his crap. And yeah, so that, that was bad. And the one before that, and this was, this was back right after the, we bought the house like 09, rented it out after we moved. We couldn't sell it by the way, cause we were way upside down at this point, right? Bought an 09, but before it really fell and yeah, it, it was terrible. We had one renter in there that their dog, dogs th- that they weren't supposed to have, by the way, that was a contract thing. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. They left a bunch of uh, carpet issues everywhere. So I had to replace all the carpet. So yeah, it's, it's not what all roses, right? Very There's rarely. all sorts of issues with that, right? Yeah. Like I had a couple rental houses and yeah, it was not smooth sailing on either one of them. There were periods when it was okay, but yeah. man, the periods <laughs> where it sucked, it really sucked. Yeah, I remember. So, I remember having conversations with some some friends. You know, when when I a few years into my oil filled career, they're like, "Man, how are you already doing that job?" I'm like, well, so last year I worked three hundred and fifty five days out of the year. 
year before that, I worked 350 days out of the year. Um, <laughs> wow. The year before that, I worked 353 days out of the year. And, and most of these, granted, are a minimum 12-hour day work and then travel on top of that. So, you know, you're 15, 18 hours a day. So when most of the people in the, the industry that I was working in, at least the portion of the industry I was working in, we're working like a seven on seven off or a 14 on 14 off or some sort of day on day off schedule. And I was just working. So in wow. two years, I was gaining four years of experience. So I was able to learn more. And when opportunities came up, I was qualified to do those jobs and I knew, and I was there and reliable. So I, I yeah. found these ways to get into <clears throat> these spots. You had the work ethic to back it up too. Yeah. But it, man, and I remember having these conversations with friends and they're like, man, it must be nice. Like, yeah. well, none of you were with me last you year. You got the easy path, huh? You got yeah. the opportunity, just came to Honeycut. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, man, you, uh. Yeah, you weren't there for the years of. Remember of all those that. times you were like, "Hey, we're at the lake, blah blah blah. Where are you at?" And I'm like, "Eh, working." Like yeah. none of you were like, "Oh, must be nice." Yeah, exactly. It, but it, you don't. Those stories don't get told, you no. know. And uh, I think that's an important part to relay. And it's it's hard to relay that though, you know. Thinking back to my younger self, like it's hard to relay those stories to people because they don't want to hear that, you know, because that that puts a bounty on success and it, it takes the grind, you know, for me it did. And by all means, I'm not done, you know, but it's, it's, it's helped me get into places where I was able to achieve success. And I mean, but it's not easy, right? Like you said, you know, it's the two o'clock in the morning or going out and replacing carpet in an entire, Oh my gosh. And doing it so you can save yourself that money. Cause Every dollar you spend is less money you make on your investment. I didn't have the money to go hire someone to do all that crap. I had to do it myself. And and you were. It's a good thing I knew how to do that because of my past. Just like you, I was right. I yeah, I did a bunch of different things, and I learned. And you were working a real job. Yeah, outside of that, this was side job stuff. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. So yeah, evenings, weekends. That's that's your time to work on that stuff. Yeah, that's not holidays, birthdays. Yeah, that didn't make that didn't get a thumbs up. No. Or a, a like or anything. <laughs> yeah, right. Nobody likes that story. No one hashtag that one. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag oh, sucks. Man, I want to work all the time. <laughs> Sign me up for that job. <laughs> oh, oh, it's 48 degrees below zero and you're out working outside for 18 hours a day and getting wet. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody Where do ever I apply. Yeah, dude, we had trouble finding people that even wanted to work in those conditions, and we right. were doing it nonstop, yeah. man. Yeah, you know, and dude, uh, it there were times where it was terrible, mm-hmm. but you know, every time it would come back around, and I go, oh, well, I, we could do this because I did that this way over here, and this worked, and solutions. So then, pretty soon, you know, you've got a pretty well oiled machine running because. You know where every single water line, steam line, air line, you know where every grease zerk is on the rig. You know how to service things, how much oil everything takes. You know every single filter number on every single motor. You know how much fuel it takes, how much fuel it uses. You know all these things, what the horsepower is, what it's capable of, how much air pressure you need to maintain before things shut down. Mm. You know what needs to stay circulating, where the leaks are, where the, you know that thing inside out, you know, so you're, 
your operations now you running. Can, now you can innovate. Yes. Once you understand it to that level, that's where you get creative and right. think of, okay, how do I make it better? Exactly. Once you understand it to that deep, that level of detail, right. Right? right? Which takes a tremendous amount of perseverance. Yeah. For you it, to get there. It right? takes. So I think that there's a couple of takeaways, you know, for, I struggle with my son sometimes, my kids. How do I teach them work ethic? You know, I show by example, lead by example. But that doesn't always work. You know, it's super frustrating. But I think young kids have an opportunity. If you just show up and you've got that, I'll get her done. I'll do it. Yeah. Whatever it is, I don't know. Teach me. I'm I'm here to learn. Yeah. If you show up, if you show up, for one. On time. Show up. Yeah, on time or a couple minutes before. With show your, up. Show up on time. Every time. With your pants on. You'll probably get a promotion. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to be leading the crew. Right. I mean, literally, it's it's that easy yeah. nowadays, right? Yeah. You Man, you just show up and you are willing to do the work. Yeah. And you're available all the time. You're going to make it, right? You and, will. Uh, and if you stick with the same thing, don't bounce. That was, see, that was kind of an issue. I had for a while too. You just bounce around and go from here to here to here to here and you don't really let the roots take. Whatever you do, if you just do that one thing, you know, my daughter's in a, at, at a bank. If she were to stay at that bank for 30 years, did she'd be the VP at some point. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Just She's sharp, she's bright, she's, you know. Yeah. If you were just to stick with that, that could be an amazing life right there. You could yeah. be VP, president of a bank someday. Yeah. Right? But we don't do that. We isn't generalizing. We bounce from here to here, always chasing the dollar, Chase chasing the carrot. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's to our detriment a little bit. I, looking back, I probably would have maybe stuck with, with something and just really dove into it. Oil and gas, you know, that's later on is when I really developed that oil and gas part, but... But yeah, it's, uh, I think it's easier for kids nowadays because, again, that's your bar. <laughs> your bar is be available, show up on time, yeah. dressed with a decent attitude, and you're going to you get recognized for that. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, George showed up. I guess let's promote him because he's always been here. He's just always here. You know. Dude, I. Promote him. <laughs> I got a promotion one time because I was the only one that showed up. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you're it. You're like, it. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, you're running this thing. Sure didn't feel like a promotion. Right. But uh it was, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it, it just happens. It's uh like you said, it but it's you know, to go back to the the bank example, you know, you, you have to understand that there there is a pathway to that vice president job. But you have to understand what it looks like. Like the first handful of years are going to be yeah. this kind of lifestyle. And you're going to have to absorb, absorb, learn, train. Every job you get an opportunity to learn more, learn it. Well, go in with an attitude. That not right? my job attitude stuff is a killer, man. Exactly. Man. That, ain't my, that ain't my responsibility. Like, dude, what? Yeah, exactly. You know, I look at. I look at approach every opportunity, working with people, whatever I'm doing, I can learn something from anybody. And I believe that, right? There's young people way younger than me, half my, that I believe I can learn something from Absolutely. That. If you go into it like that, 
man, you you are already ahead of the pack. Absolutely. Because most people are, I'm too good for that. I don't need to know that. I'm never going to be doing that. I don't care about that. Yeah. I don't care where that steam line goes. That has nothing to do with my job. I'm over here doing this. Yeah. Why don't you know about that steam line? Well, I don't change oil on that. Why do I care? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, because if that motor goes down and it goes down enough, then the rig gets cut loose and then none of us have a job. Like, but, right. But that not, man, that not my job thing yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Oh, that ain't mine. Oh, yep. <clears throat> that's rampant though, right? Yeah. And it's, and that's not a generational thing. That is, that is spread throughout many generations. Yeah. That's, that's been there, but I do say it's probably getting worse. It is. It you is know, because there's a, that mindset of, yeah. I want, I want to start off here yeah. at the top. I don't want to start off at the bottom. Yep. You know, your, your life, it's like the triangle, right? Your foundational work you do is the biggest part of your career, right? You spend the most time building your foundation. Yeah. Building your knowledge up. You're not, you're not worth anything. You're at the bottom level at this point. You're the peon in the group. And then you eventually take that next step up and you do that for a while, right? Then you eventually, and, 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 and you grow up, mature, gain more responsibilities and your career and your salary, everything else goes along with it. Right. Yeah. But if you start off, if you want to start off somewhere in the middle or uh, I think that's where we get off. Well, it's, it's harder. It's, it's exponentially harder. Like if I couldn't even imagine, um, wanting to step into a VP of a bank job, right. knowing nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. I would, if I got offered that job, Oh, we'll pay you half a million bucks a year to come be the VP of the bank. It'd be like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, right. I'll be great for the first month. Yeah. <laughs> It'll pay, be fun. You're going to pay me up front the first day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I might not make it through lunch. Exactly. Like that, that mentality is, is a failure mentality. Like yeah. in order to be, a leader, you, you have to know the answers to the problems that lead up to that position. Cause if you can't solve a problem as a leader, you're not a leader. You know what I mean? Like if, if you don't know the end, the nuts and bolts of how to run the register at the bank or the drive through at the bank, what if the drive through person doesn't show up? You just shut the bank down when you're the branch manager, right? No, you step into that spot and yeah, you make business you happen. Yeah. Because you spent five years doing that already. You yeah. know exactly what that's yeah. like. Yeah. You can step in and do it. And then you find uh -huh. the replacement and you train them. Hey, this is how you do this. But if you don't have that ability, like I, I guess that's what's missing in my small mind. Is, right. Right. Is that like, how do you, man, it scared the hell out of me to, to run a rig the first time. Like, I don't want anything to do with that. That's a lot of weight, a lot of power, a lot of responsibility. A lot of, a lot of things could go bad with that. That's, that's, that's scary. Yeah. But little by little, you learn what this does, what that does, how this works. And then pretty soon you're like, Build okay. Build the confidence. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's, uh, and it's not an overnight thing. I, I couldn't even imagine stepping into that job without yeah. knowing. Exactly. I just couldn't, man. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm a foundation guy too. I really right. am. And. And, uh, I mean, it's, I guess that's the message, right? Like for everybody that is out there that, that is looking past all of that low lying fruit and low lying gold and all that foundation that leads to the path of success, like you need to lay that foundation, man. So look at it 
like cooking, right? Yeah. Like, do you like microwave food or do you like crock pot or slow roasted, right. slow smoked? How's your brisket? If you yeah. just threw your, <laughs> do you like microwave brisket? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Microwave a brisket. Let me know how that works. Yeah. I love this Goodyear tire. Yummy. <laughs> this is great. I need more sauce. <laughs> that's a, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think that's, if you were to boil it all down, <laughs> we are such a microwave society right that's now. That's the right? truth. We need to slow it down. Yeah. We're going to throw it in a, throw it in a steam pot. What are those? What are those, uh, those pressure, pressure, pressure cooker. Yeah. They came out and those were a big deal. You can cook a meal in seven minutes. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, I do. Yeah, how do you like your brisket? Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you've ever microwaved a brisket, brisket? Uh, you please, might be a redneck. Please send us an email. <laughs> I want to hear all about your microwave brisket. Cause yeah. buddy. Yeah. Mm, you know, Dave probably has. <laughs> I think, I think, I think I could see Mayor Dave. You know, my microwave baby on, back ribs. Yeah, out on Powell. You know, he's got a hankering for some. You know, on that houseboat, and yeah, I'm just gonna throw it in the microwave. I'm just gonna nuke me a brisket. <laughs> Put a little barbecue sauce on it. Ain't nothing a little bit of <laughs> right. baby rays won't fix. <laughs> Tastes like you're eating the tire. <laughs> oh, buddy. Dang. Yeah. Nah, yeah. that's good stuff, man good stuff it's uh there's opportunities man so yeah it's a very long way of saying i i you know you look at all this craziness but there is a lot of opportunities in it um you know and, and man there is there's nothing wrong with working hard like there is so many opportunities like i said you can show up and before you know it if you just put in the time and the effort you'll get you'll get your due yeah hang in there, there. man Eventually. Yep. Yep. That's right. Boy, we kind of went all the way around the circle. Oh, huh? yeah. Boy, we just. Idiomite. Uh, <laughs> microwave brisket. Yeah. Trillion dollar uh, idiot mic coin to, to work in hard. dollar microwave bit brisket. That's right. <laughs> right. I'll put it in my. my... <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, fair enough, man. All right on, Dwayne. Keep it real out there. Yeah, hey, yeah. Look us up, like us. Yeah, hit us up. Subscribe. Yeah, give us a like. Click Facebook. us follow. Yep. Please, uh, we need that. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. I guess until next time. Don't microwave. <laughs> Slow cook that bad boy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Slow cook your brisket. <laughs> Throw it on the smoker, man. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Don't do that. <laughs> Maybe that would work with uh, impossible brisket. <laughs> impossible brisket impossible microwave brisket yeah 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 <laughs> brought to you by Mattel meatless brisket yeah yeah <laughs> maybe you could microwave meatless brisket and there it you would go. turn out better yeah it might be a thing <laughs> probably you, you can't uh, really I don't know if you can make mush worse yeah it can't be any worse yeah. than it is right it's, who knows might, try that might kill some of the carcinogens <laughs> that's right <laughs> and cancer <laughs> Oh, right on, Dwayne. All right. Good chat, yep. man. Peace out, everybody. Peace.